The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. This is Brandon here at the Better Band Podcast. Today talking about the song Leash. And my guest today is Dan Jantosh. How's it going, Dan? Uh, it's Dave. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for knowing who I am. <laughs> okay. We'll pretend that never I happened did, I, and I will edit that into oblivion. <laughs> I did see you put that in in the uh yeah. uh the, the thing I was like, oh, I think he knows thinks my name is Dan, but <laughs> yes, I I don't know what my problem is. I don't I would I would say don't even worry about it because for some reason a lot of people think my name is Dan and that's a weird thing. I don't know what is up with that, but maybe Dave just looks a lot, lot like Dan. I don't know. I I I I I don't know what to blame that on. <laughs> I'm just not paying attention. Okay, I'll get this right this time. <laughs> <laughs> and your name is right on here too and i look down at what i've written and i don't put the two and two together no <laughs> i'm more i'm more worried about i'm more worried about the last name i think is what it is than oh, I, the first I, name. I, I, I totally agree with you just just take out like half the letters in the end and put like t-o-s-h and that's all you need <laughs> so no, Jan, yeah, that's what the, i wrote it down <laughs> okay i'll get it right this time Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I'm your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. This is Brandon back on the Better Band Podcast, and we are talking about the song Leash. The we includes my guest, Mr. Dave Jantosh. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I am doing well, and I nailed your name this time. The listeners don't have to know that. (laughs) So, uh, Dave, I've got you here on the podcast for the very first time. So that means I need to ask the question that I ask uh, all my first-time guests, and that is, when did you first hear of Pearl Jam? From the very beginning, 10. Just loving the first album. That was my, at the time, I, I think I got, for my birthday, I got a CD player, and the first my first CD was 10, and my brother and I just played it over and over and over again that was my introduction to pearl jam as soon as the album came out is it a younger brother or older brother actually he's my twin or t- i was gonna twin say brother. or twin that's the third option Damn or it. twin the third option <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was it was a dual gift to go okay we got this big ass you know five cd changer 
and a couple CDs, and that mm-hmm. was one of them. Uh, was there a lot of sort of gifts that you had to share, sort of like, a, okay, now this is for you guys to both have, like, oh, this Nintendo has two controllers, so there you go. This is for you, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. This one game, you'll have to play it both. Who knows if it has two players or not. <laughs> so don't break one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it was, it was, we got, we got 10 and also uh, the CD Temple of the Dog. And that was our introduction to uh, Grunge and, uh, and Pearl Jam. Was that something that you guys asked for, or was it just something they were just at a record oh, no. shop or oh, whatever? Oh no, no, we 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 asked for that hear, hearing and you know the band and on the radio and mm-hmm. like we, we want this and it it was we played that constantly and and then when Versus came out like the day it came out we we asked our parents like can you bring mm-hmm. bring us to the store we want to wait in line and buy it <laughs> so we, we versus came out and we were like right after school we're like we're going to the we're going to the store right now we want to buy versus they were like okay fine <laughs> you're getting into music <laughs> that's great make sure it's none of that devil stuff right yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah make sure they don't listen to like, this let me song listen then. To this. are there any yeah don't don't listen to this yeah, there's no parental advisory on it, right? So that means it's uh, got to yeah, be right. totally fine. Yeah, just don't let them listen to this song. There's a ton of f bombs. Then I guess I, I guess we're getting into the song. Then yeah. um, let's see. It's primarily a Stone Gossard and Mike McCready written song with Eddie, of course, doing the lyrics. But everybody is credited as writing it um jeff alment used this song as an excuse to bust out his uh 12 string and the uh it was demoed back in the same session with brendan o'brien that uh yielded rats uh demo of rats and also sonic reducer that ended up on the christmas single for named their second christmas single and on, of course the never released a baba o'reilly cover as well uh, they first started playing this uh, a couple months after uh, 10 came out, too. So Yeah, it was one of their earliest. Earliest from Versus. Yeah. I guess they had it pretty uh, They had it pretty well under control as they uh, got into the studio and recorded it for Versus. Let's see. The song. How how does this song hit you when you listen to it? I, this is just so... This is just a rocking song to me, you know. I, I I love this in like like towards the end of a first set or in an encore. It, it's I don't know. This is a culmination of a lot of the harder Pearl Jam songs that I like, and it you know just drop the leash. Let's get going. Let's get rocking. That that that's that's what it is to me. Yeah, and especially. At the end of the album, too, it, even though it's bookmarked by two slower sort of songs, it really gets you ready for the, for the end. You're like, oh, something's coming, something's coming. And even if it's not musically something that's going to be like, yeah, and get you up out of your chair and get your heart pumping and stuff, it's definitely something that gives you a, a gut punch, I think. Uh, at least, you know, emotionally, it's the uh, heavy ending song for the album uh indifferences but leash i think gets you primed and sort of like okay mm-hmm. this is the this is the last stop before everybody gets off and 
has to go back to their regular lives when you're when you're sitting down listening to the CD. Yeah, totally agree with you. Um, let's see this. Ooh. Is there? Do you have some uh, some info you gotta you gotta get out about this? I I I got a bunch of numbers. I got the stats. I got the. <laughs> Okay, let's let's break it here. down. Sports Center style. Do, 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 do. Oh wait, that's not. I I have no idea how Sports Center goes. I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't sound like just the news. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, the news wire here. <laughs> World War Two has broken out, and the troops are on the move. The French front is bad. By I can't even pretend to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you said, um, Leash, it was early, um, early right after 10. Um, it actually was played for the first time uh, November 9th, 1991. Um, so it's the earliest Steel song you'll find uh, played live off of Versus. Um, after that, it's been played 129 times. And it's been, it's a closer for a show about 19. We also have this gap. In its um, playing, where actually it was played a bunch, you know, it's played towards the end of '91, so then it was played a bunch in '92. Uh, we got 51 times in 1992. 1993, it was played 21 times. 94, nine, one time in 1995, and then it was gone for 10 years out of the rotation until 2006. So it took quite a uh, hideous it came back at uh td garden boston uh may 25th 2006 which yeah when it started yeah. when it came back in 2006 they started playing it a lot then right yeah and they play, play they start playing it again 20 times that year um you know one time the next year three the next and then yeah, it was just, uh, here and there they played it a lot that year, and then it was just a you know sprinkle throughout, like you know single digits the next couple of years, all the way up until uh, they got it all out of their yeah, system. They got it out of their system a little mm. bit, and then that, now <laughs> it's now it's a pretty rare song to hear. You know, it's been you know if you go to a show, you have a thirteen and a half percent chance since its debut to actually hear that song. So thirteen percent is not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, that uh, dry spell there. I know that uh, famously. The Letterman sort of mini concert that I think was just a, a couple shows, I think, before they busted it out again. Finally, they people were passing out signs that said leash on it for them to, to hold up for them to request leash. And Eddie says on the uh, on the show, it's like leash will not be played tonight. Mm-hmm. And everybody, <laughs> the people who are just standing around being like, oh, OK, whatever. But then the people yes. who actually wanted it played were passing out the signs like, oh, come on. They just have to wait a couple more shows. who work here on a, on a daily basis, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll back us up on this. I think this is the warmest this building has been since the uh, early 60s.
I didn't write this, but somebody asked me to show this to you. I'm just doing my job. This was the, the cue card they made up for Dave to announce it himself. Thank the lyrics in the CD for it, I don't know why, I've read them a ton of times, got some of them wrong when I listened to it. And the first lyric is Troubled Souls Unite. He says it real fast, Troubled, and maybe it's just because in the next verse, he says Young Lover, but I always thought it was Young Souls Unite. I don't know why, and then just Today, listening, making sure that I know all my stuff about it, I was like, he does say troubled there. I have had this wrong my whole life. Mm -hmm. Damn it. <laughs> there are a lot of Pearl Jam songs that you're like, oh, I think I got it right, lyrics, and then you're like, oh, no, I don't. Or, well, he just mumbles that so much, I can't even tell. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'm going to sing what I want. <laughs> Yeah, or you have your own idea of what the lyrics are in your head, and then you learn what they really are, and you you just can't. It's like, it's still got to be this wrong way in my head. I can't, I can't shake it. It's what I grew up with. Now, you, then you realize you're you're at a you're at a concert, and you're just singing at the top of your lungs. You're like, did I just <laughs> sing that right? I don't well, know. Nobody can hear me, right? Everybody else is singing. Yeah, right. Nobody yeah. can hear me. <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, that second verse is "Young Lover, I Stand." And I always thought it was Young Lover Absent. Because in my, in my head, that second verse um, was sort of about a guy just having sex with some woman and then abandoning her. And so that was the Young Lover Absent. And... Then, you know, it was their idea. I proved to be a man. And so it's just kind of like, ah, see ya. You might be, you're, you know, you're pregnant now, whatever. Peace out. I, I, I did what I'm supposed to do. That was sort of like not taking any responsibility for that. And I don't know. It's, it's the, the song really isn't that lyrically, I think, deep as far as listeners go. I think it means a whole lot more to Eddie just as in sort of, we're all in this together. I'm not your leader. I'm just young like you guys. And, you know, we're going to break free and drop the leash and say, damn the man. And like, yeah, don't, you know, you know get it, get out of my face, get out of my fucking face. And, yeah. you know, leave me alone. You know, this is, you know, regeneration X, man. Yeah. We're not yeah. a bunch of slackers. We're going to, I don't know what <laughs> we're going to, we're going to not be as bad as, as the baby boomers. Hopefully <laughs> not be as bad as our parents. 
and then then just bide our time and now we can all we can all make fun of millennials now right is that is that how it goes exactly no <laughs> yeah uh, you kids with your phones even though we use them too who knows <laughs> exactly yeah until you're like wait a minute why am i why is that phone attached to my hand so much you know it's just <laughs> oh my look i'm looking at it right now i didn't even notice oh do you think that um the sort of lack of playing this song is mostly because if you're getting older and you know you're kind of saying you know this is you know a song for young people i guess to just sort of like stand up and be like yeah you know get out some energy and aggression and sort of hopefully maybe eddie's not so yeah maybe eddie's not so angst anymore he's 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 chill he doesn't he doesn't want to yeah just sort of like you know you don't want an older guy being like yeah we're all young we're all kids oh rebel rebel yeah sort of like a uh my generation sort of uh-oh i hope i die before i get old oh no i want to keep living <laughs> even when i'm old i th- i think he, eddie is just mellowed out a little bit uh, he'll he'll rather just take it out on politicians instead of on mm-hmm. society as, as a whole maybe that's his thing now yeah the 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 corporate rock monster that the record companies that swallow everybody up and now they're dead and <laughs> dying and trying to get everything they can they're in just as much trouble as everybody else oh yeah um let's see yeah i mean this is just a rocking song and you know you listen to it and you sometimes you might have to roll your eyes and just be like ah, i'm old too i don't this song isn't for me anymore i guess i don't know Remember what it was like to be a kid, right? Yeah, oh, you know, this back back then, you know, oh yeah, I want to listen to this song, and now you're just like, when are they gonna play something softer? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been standing this whole concert. Can I just sit down? <laughs> Can I sit down? No, no, no. This is this is. Uh, I, I wish I heard this more more often. It's been, it's been a while since I've heard uh, heard Leash. Have you uh, have you ever heard it in concert? Uh, I am going to check my stats right now. I should, I should have learned from the last one I recorded and I had to stop and look it up. It's like, oh yeah, let me, I'm talking about this song. Maybe I should look up, uh, when I heard it last. Yes, I have seen it once and that was way back in 2006 in San Francisco. How many, how many shows have you been to? I have been to seven, sixteen-ish, sixteen. Yes, not bad, not bad. Yeah, um, it was probably mostly around the binaural riot act when I saw him the most, um, just because I had the most uh, disposable income <laughs> at that point and could see him multiple times and. Uh, then, like after that song, I think just twice on the avocado and once on uh, once on lightning bolt. So I haven't I haven't uh-huh. been able to see any of the uh, baseball stadium shows just because they're all a little bit too far for me. I mean, the closest one would be Seattle, which Seattle, yeah, yeah. it's uh, quite a ways well, away. Boston's pretty close for me, so <laughs> you lucky little. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've been to fourteen shows. Fourteen, you, you got me beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I started back in 2003 
went to my first show and I was like, why have I not been seeing them all this damn time? <laughs> Where did you see them uh, then? Uh, I saw them July 11, 2003, The Experiment in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Oh, hey now. That was my introduction. The incredible, rare three or the preset of what was like 11 songs or nine 11 songs my god mm-hmm. i actually showed up late and missed like the first song and i was like what's going on here why, why are we going in early <laughs> what the... and they're like wait a minute they're playing so you you went on the third night yep i went the third night and that was the last night and you yep. didn't hear about what they were yep. what missed... they were doing yet or I, I it was it was it was we were we were still like loving the music but we'd never gone to a concert of theirs and we weren't mm-hmm. like up on the stuff and, like there wasn't really an internet back then there wasn't really well there was but it wasn't really <laughs> like hey you know you know th- this is you got podcasts you have like all this information out there to say hey we're gonna be doing this beforehand and we weren't up on the we didn't have smartphones to be like hey look at this look at that <laughs> So when we showed up, we're like, oh, wait a minute. They're going on early. (laughs) And they still have the opening band, right? That played between. Yeah, they played. Yeah, Slater King. They played played, uh, in between. That was back back when they were playing uh, um, Credence, and and they would come on with them, right? Were they doing that then? Yeah, yeah. Towards towards, towards the end. Fortune Sun? Fortune Sun. Yep, Fortune Sun. Awesome. And did you have to go back and get all those uh, bootlegs, all three shows? I did. I certainly did. <laughs> After that, I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh, I did too. <laughs> yeah. And and then uh, then saw them the next year in Boston at the Fleet Center. Then I saw them the year after, well, two years after in uh, Boston. Uh, actually, I saw them May 24th, the day before the comeback of Leash. Oh, which I missed out on, and my brother went, and I did not. <laughs> and I regret it. <laughs> Do you see most of the shows with your brother? Yeah, yeah. I'm always, I'm always, yeah. I'm, I'm always going with him. You know, he, we both have our, uh, our ten club. So, oh yeah, we have two tickets. If I get them, you know, he gets them. Whatever. We're always uh, bringing each other along. Who's got the uh, the lower number? With a fan club, uh, he certainly does. Oh, he certainly does. He, <laughs> he he had the disposable income before I did, so he just, <laughs> he signed up much earlier than I did. You think there's anything else that we need to have the song in stone, and this is all the information anybody ever needs about it? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Hey, if we if we miss anything, go ahead and write me and say how could you forget this, and yeah, then right. I can. <laughs> and then and then i'll pretend like uh, i came with it up with it on my own well thanks for uh coming on dave uh do you have anything to plug or uh let you want stuff you want people to know about that uh you like um go see pearl jam no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just I, I would say again uh check out lifefootsteps.org um got the stats got the numbers Got all the information you want about any uh, Pearl Jam stuff. I don't know. That guy who runs it is, uh, have you heard anything about that guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, that's me. He's like, oh, crap. Oh, no. That's I, me. I, got, I, I didn't get my research <laughs> doll. Crap. No, you got a, you got a, you got a good site going on and it's, it's awesome to 
get that nerdy with uh, numbers and stats and all that stuff. I know like every person who has a Pearl Jam podcast is on that site and milking it for for what it's worth, all that it's worth. Yeah, you you get the you get the numbers. You uh, you guys got any information, any ideas? You know, send them my way. You know, I'm always looking for things to update, change, or my God, if I ever have a mistake. Not that I ever do, but no, no, really. I mean, if 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 you guys ever see like, oh my gosh, I have a, a, a song inverted or something in a set list, I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I mean, there's like a thousand shows, you know, something's bound to go haywire. So um, yeah, if, if something's uh, amiss, please let us know. All right, thanks for thanks for for coming on and and helping all of us uh, Pearl Jam nerds. Uh, just geek out yeah that yeah couldn't have said it better myself and i didn't you did (laughs) (laughs) the better band podcast is produced by listenupreno.com and brandon paloma and published using creative commons attribution share alike 4.0 license please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from shoutengine.com slash thebetterbandpodcast using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I'm also on Twitter at BrandonP at B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest Dave and as always, this is Brandon saying, Dear baby, welcome to Dumpsville. Population, you. <laughs>